You're listening to Actors Endurance, a podcast that inspires actors to never give up on their passion and find ways to continue to grow within the entertainment industry. My name is Shanette Wilson, and I'm an actress, and my co-host is Marlon Hargrave, and he is a teaching artist. And together, we are Actors Endurance. to another great, exciting episode of Actors Endurance. We are very, very, very happy to bring you a teaching artist. Now, a lot of you guys who may not know what a teaching artist is, uh, a teaching artist is someone who uses their artistic skills and then relays them in another aspect of life to educate people. And I am very, very, very happy to bring in our guest, uh, I've worked with her years and years ago. Uh, she's from Norfolk, Virginia. She's a teaching artist. She's a plant-based chef. She's a writer, a director. She had a YouTube podcast. She still has YouTube podcasts. And uh, she is the host of Superfood Parents and a part of Autumn Pond Edutainment. I am very, very, very happy and pleased to present Laquita Staten. Welcome on board. Welcome to Actors Endurance. How are you today? Hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, thank you for that warm welcome. Is what I was supposed to say. I, I was about to welcome you because you know, like you said, I have a podcast too, <laughs> and I'm so used to welcoming people. Oh my goodness, Jeanette Marlin, it's so good to be here with you. I am excited because all of the things that you just said, you know, they really build you up over over a lifetime. So I'm excited to have been. And still in this life, you know, in this experience of creating, I'll just put it that way. So, yeah, thank you for the warm welcome. Oh, oh you're absolutely welcome. Yes, yes, Jeanette, yes, take over there. All right. So, Laquita, the first thing that we always ask people, because our show is called Actors Endurance. So the one thing that we truly want to know is how have you endured throughout your career, through all the ups and downs, and you know, you wear many hats. So what are some of the things that you've done to endure? Yeah, you know what, endurance, uh, first of all, the, the title, Actors Endurance, like y'all know, act. you have to act in this life. Our whole life is a stage. So really, in order to endure, you just act like whatever you wanna be. You just act like if you don't have it, you act like you have it, okay? So let's, let me give you a concrete example, because we all know that. We know about fake it till you make it. I don't know why they even brought up imposter syndrome because that's that's just life. All of us are, you know what I mean? All of us are imposters until we really settle into that space. We're imposters. You know, when you first go to, uh, let's just say audition, right? What we used to do with Autumn Pond Entertainment, we would hold auditions where we would have a panel of people uh, sitting there. And these were people that were in the theater space. And they would be sitting behind a table, but we would make it pretty informal. We would try to make it comfortable. So we would bring people in because we would have adults and children coming in. So we would have one or two of them come in, they would read together. And you know that was when we were all in person. You could smile, you could warm up to people, you could really make them feel comfortable. Well, you know, that things have changed. And so this is where once we moved out of like our program where we were in the Attics Theater in Norfolk, once it ended, we had to find another place. And it's like, how do I endure? What am I going to do? Well, let me act like I got myself together, right? <laughs> and yeah. so, yes. so literally, this is a this is a case where 
I had just started driving um, and looking around at what venues are here. Who else can I work with? And then, of course, you always have a network. You know people that are, that are in the space. Like Marlon said, we've known each other for quite some time. You make that phone call, you know, hey, Marlon, where are you now? What, what spaces do you know about? And that's how we were fortunate enough to find another place for classes and rehearsals. And now guess what? Boom, we can pop our table up. We can have our panel of uh, people come ready to audition folks. And then finally, guess what else happened? Uh, everybody had to get locked, locked down. Nothing was nothing was on point. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just to sum it all up, we had to act like we knew what we were doing. And that is when uh, the virtual side was birthed, actually. That's when we said, okay, let me just switch it completely up and uh, start to look at all of the people in the network that we've worked with over the years. Let's interview those people. Let's talk to them and do exactly what you all are doing. Get those stories out because guess what? As things change, uh, Actors Endurance is going to be a place where people come to find out how did actors endure? What's going to happen? You know? <laughs> so <Yeah>. look. <laughs> So we're all just acting and that's how I've been able to endure. That's how Atupan and Superfood Parents have been able to endure, really just changing with the changes. Well, that's and, and great. That, oh, what's that, Jeanette? Yeah, go go ahead. I was just, that's, that's great. Go ahead, Marlon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, because I wanted to catch this before we move on. So I performed with you guys live. I've auditioned for you. Uh, I actually directed what, one or two of your shows, which yes. is pretty cool. Thank you for that work. Appreciate you. Thank you. Um, but it was weird to go through that transitions and or the transition of, of being a live performer all the time and then all of a sudden going virtual. So I admired it when I saw you guys started your own podcast. And, you know, I've always said over the years that you're my favorite teaching artist. Thank Every you. time I turn around, I see you guys working in a multitude of different venues and different kinds of shows. But when you guys had to do the actual podcast, I was like, wow, what a pivot. How did that pivot just, I mean, it changed everything. It changed the game. How did that pivot change you? You know what? It actually changed for the better every because everything is a change for the better when we you know whenever change happens a lot of times we think oh my goodness I lost this there's now a change for the worse well if you lost that that must mean you have more space for something else so there's always a better there's always a balance right and mm -hmm. it just depends on how you look at things I'm a half glass full person there are plenty of other people that are half glass empty people and so for me there's always been change for the better which meant when we had to go into the virtual space I now had the space and the capacity to explore it properly. Before, when I was teaching, when I was managing people and organizing, like, you know, we did definitely had help. We had a team, like you said, we would pull in different people to help direct or to help teach this or that, whether it was theater or dance and whatnot with our dance theater. However, once all of that shut down and I now had the, really the capacity, the space, the time to explore these platforms, Everyone went to Zoom because boom, number one, Zoom was already out there. That's the OG, right? Still is the OG. <laughs> but all these other platforms popped up as well. There were still some OG platforms that I love. Personally, I'm a Google person. So Google, they already had Hangouts on air. They already had uh, the capacity to meet virtually. Then there were these other spaces, though, that came out that really made broadcasting more engaging. So that you could you you could use Hopin, you could use StreamYard, you could use Streamlabs, you can use all these different things. And so now, the question was really, 
where will I go in this playground? You know, where will I go? And so that was that was that was a real big uh, part of it, really just exploring and then actually implementing, because as we know, as actors, you got to act on what you're doing. You know, you don't when we come to rehearsal, actors are literally saying the lines, we're engaging with each other, we're moving in the space, we're imagining the set and all of that stuff, because you have to act. And that really, that action has carried us through. And so, yep, that's how I was able to say, let me just get a sure mic. Let me just pull the trigger on it. You know, I actually have a microphone graveyard, y'all. This is a little known secret. I got about <laughs> 10 microphones in this home, right? Okay. And it's home between the home studio and my bags. Oh my goodness. But guess what? I acted on them. I felt like I figured out which one I, I, I wanted to finally use and which one was flexible for all the spaces. That's what we actors do. Not to not to just give kudos to us actors. I'm sorry, Shanette and Marlon, that I'm you know bigging us all up. I'm sorry to all the other people that I'm not bigging up. Y'all y'all are great too. Uh, well, <laughs> you know actors what? are the I'll best. Say that again, Shanette. You know, actors are the best. So go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> not only that, but again, the world is a stage. Everyone is an actor because no one acts the same in their home as they do at work, as they do at the grocery store, as they do in their car or behind the keyboard. So we're all actors. So I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is so true. I love that. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. And I think one of the big, uh, you, you said it too, one of the big keys to endurance is just adapting, changing and also just reaching out, you have to open your mouth and speak to, you know, and if you don't have, you don't have the, the, the reach of, you know, maybe a billionaire or somebody famous, you reach within your circle, you know, you talk to whoever you can talk to and you never know who knows who and who can help you out. So I think that's one of the biggest keys to, you know, just sustaining and enduring whatever process and, you know, adapting and changing and, you know, trying new things. Yeah. You know, I'd like to add to what you just said about, you know, basically you said closed mouths don't get fed because you do have to talk to people. Uh, my current podcast, Superfood Parents, it's just that where I realized that a lot of people weren't getting fed, right? They're eating, but they're not getting fed. So the point of the show is fruits and vegetables. I'm like, forget being vegan or keto or anything else. Just put the fruits and vegetables into your mouth, right? And so just by opening up that conversation, what I found is that a lot of people are limited in that capacity. But had I not asked the question, I, I knew that people weren't eating fruits and vegetables as much as they thought they were, but they didn't know that. So it's the same way when we think, like, I always thought Marlon was just on and popping, fantastic and fancy, right? Come to find out, you know what I mean? Come to find out, he's like, no, I thought y'all were on and popping, fantastic, fantastic and fancy. So, you know, closed mouths don't get fed. The more you network, you find out that you have billionaires within your circle, because like you said, some of us feel as though we don't have that, that connection with a millionaire, a billionaire, but the value and the wealth is really, and the resources are in just simply other people. Yes, we do need capital. Money is real. Cash rules everything around me. Okay. I, I'm getting the money, but <laughs> <laughs> what I'd right. like to say is that people are really truly your biggest capital because you can't do anything without them. And they're the ones that can give you the information that can give you all the keys and the tools. And all you have to do is act on it. And a lot of times they can open those doors, but yeah, closed mouths, they don't get fed. <laughs> so true. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, speaking of closed mouths and fed and all of that, you've made some delicious, delicious meals. Um, I, and so you are a chef. And I think what was really, really great about watching it was uh you always made at least from what i saw you would make your videos about how you went through the process a lot of the stuff was things that we already have in the house so 
how important is health and uh, well, I should put it like this, as far as being an entertainer is concerned, and we do know that this goes over in life in general, people do need to eat healthy, but what people don't know about live performance, you have to eat extra healthy mm -hmm. when you're performing. Like you can't have foods that would bring you down, bring your energy down. You can't have the foods that too much sugar may spike you too much and then you fall. Or if you're one of those guys that, that take the caffeine shots, you get all up, you're nice, and then you crash, you know. Uh, but what I did like about watching the podcast and watching some of uh, some of your unique inventions as far as food is, is concerned, that it was healthy, sustainable, and it, it really like the skin and everything because we are our mm. product. This face, this face got to sell me, baby. <laughs> so, uh, I did notice that a lot of your meals were uh, going more towards energy and then even in the evening time, breaking it down so that you can sleep better, digest your food better. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. I will definitely explain a little bit about how I'm taking everyday foods that people typically will have in their home uh, because and using those to really uplift and build people up in our everyday lives, we'll, whether or not we're on the stage, we don't realize how much energy we need. You know, our brain alone uh, takes, what, a third of our energy? I forget the actual metrics, but the point is just brain power, just thinking about stuff, making simple decisions which is why, like you just said about in the evening, you know, even in the evening, getting the right amount of nutrients that are gonna help us rest well and all of those things. So what happens is the nutrients that we're consuming, uh, of course, they're fueling us, right? Hopefully we're consuming less processed, more whole foods. So that's where I focus on. Just get the fruits and vegetables, right? Because those whole foods are going to give you that endurance. They're going to give you the fuel you need for the day. But with all of those choices throughout the day, really and truly by the evening, you're tired. This is how they, this is how like a lot of us, we will make quick decisions for our last meals of the day, our last snacks of the day. And that's where they tend to be more processed. And just think about it. If you are an actor and you need that energy. And now during, at the end of the day, you're grabbing something quick and crazy to eat before you go to a rehearsal. This is why you might not be at your best. However, what you want to do is definitely you know, when I make my macaroni and cheese, for example, even when I was using dairy, because I don't eat animals anymore. Personally, I don't eat animal products, but I do eat non-dairy uh, processed foods. So the non-dairy cheeses, yes, they are, they are processed. So the way I fix that, I make my macaroni the same way I used to make it, which is where I take just yellow and white vegetables, whether that's onions, garlic, squash, yellow squash, uh, rutabaga, um, butternut squash, those yellow and white vegetables and root vegetables, uh, parsnips even, just put them in a the pan, boil them a little bit. Once they get soft, I take my immersion blender and I puree them. Now, this is what I used to do before I was non-dairy. And people would say, oh girl, yo, your macaroni is so good. Why? Because that orange and white uh, puree, I now would add the cheese to and uh, back then, I think I sometimes would add either cream cheese or milk. Boom, there's a cream sauce. It already has all the vegetables in there. So now we got all those phytonutrients that are going to really fuel us. The only difference I've made now is I add non-dairy cheese to it. And I recently made that live at a, uh, an adult day center. And of course, those folks was looking at me like, child, you're doing too much. What's going on? We scared. And when they tasted it, they were blown away. 
And people are always blown away because what they don't realize is that it's the food that not only makes the food better, and I call food anything that grows from the ground. So, you know, fruits, vegetables, rice, potatoes, all that stuff. That food is what makes your food taste good, but it's also what fuels you. Like you said, as an actor, Marlon, we don't want to get on stage and be our worst. You sweat less, you smell better, you last longer. And this is not just your endurance on the stage, y'all. Ladies and men, this is for your nighttime endurance as well. But, you know, I know this is a public, you know, family show, so we ain't going to go there. (laughs) Well, that's part of life. It's a good part of life. (laughs) A really good part of life that people don't realize that they could enjoy even more if they just simply paid attention more to how can I incorporate, if I'm already eating oatmeal for breakfast, if I'm already eating yogurt for breakfast, what could I do differently? Um, just throw some uh, some frozen berries in it. You know, there's a blend that you can throw in there or that frozen mix. You get what you need. And also education. As actors, we do a lot of research for our parts. So the same way we do a lot of research for the parts that we're playing, if we would also research food that way, what can fuel me best? And look at specifically which whole foods can fuel me best. Then you will really find your your position on stage much better along with, you know, your uh, performance. The way you feel on stage will match your performance on stage. Let me put it that way. Oh, yeah, that is. I love that because that that's where I'm at right now. Mm. Mostly just fruits and veg. I've been doing it for a little while, you know, on and off, on and off. But right now fruits and vegetables and you know what I've noticed mm-hmm. when I'm mostly eating fruits and vegetables versus uh meat and processed foods yes I eat less food but I have more energy that's the part wait 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 can we can we say it loud for the people in the back because you know people don't believe it they don't realize that the processed food are fillers and they're they're fast they move through you so much quicker as far as the way they fuel you but they get stuck inside so they don't actually move through but go ahead and talk about how they, you you don't even have to eat as much and you feel better. Yeah, I started noticing that. I was like, wow, because I was like, wow, for a little person, I'm 5'3", 100, and I think I'm like 120 now, mm-hmm. but I'm eating a lot. Like I could eat almost as much as a man. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's big, I'm throwing down, you know what I mean? Three mm-hmm. minutes a day, snacks in between. I'm like, yes. okay. Then I switched my diet up, replaced like rice with quinoa. Yes vegetables um instead of eggs i'll have like a salad for breakfast or i'll have like um uh or oatmeal Mm -hmm. then i started noticing i was like wow i'm buying not i'm buying like a little bit less groceries because it's just mostly fruits and vegetables and you're saving money yes Mm -hmm. especially if y'all shop at the farmer's market Mm -hmm. yes a little tip shop at the farmer's market Uh, so wait a minute are you saying that the farmer's market is like the uh, OG, OG space where you can barter? Because you know, they always throw in a little extra for you, you know, and you can you can strike deals. Like sometimes they'll weigh it and then they'll say, okay, I'm gonna throw this in there for you. But I don't know your experience, but I just noticed that for me. Depends on the farmer's market. Okay. I'm very strict, like this is just it. And then some of them, yeah, you can borrow a little bit, but the <laughs> better, you know? But I've noticed when you fill your body with actual food that gives you nutrients and all the vitamins, minerals that you actually need, you eat less food, you're not as hungry. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you just feel better. You have a lot more energy. You're not crashing at the end of the day or mm-hmm. night. It, it's, it's a lot different. I was like, well, hmm. You know, and I will say that uh, being a performer all my life, like, you know, I grew up um, 
in the 80s where church was was really big for a lot of African-American families and for us as well. I was heavily indoctrinated in the uh, Pentecostal Holiness Church. And when I say heavily indoctrinated, I'm saying I was deep in it, right? So that meant, you know, I had a lot of time to try different things. So I played a lot of instruments in church because you'd be in there so many hours, you know what I'm saying? You And you could just play whatever. But I also had a, uh, I also had an old fashioned church where the people had their own gardens. And since my dad was a pastor, we would get a lot of fresh food from them. And my mom, even though she was from New York City, I remember her cutting up collard greens. She knew how to cook the food. Uh, I remember eating a lot of that food from the woman at the church. And so I always enjoyed a lot of fruits and vegetables. Maybe that's why I always had a lot of energy. Uh, so even before I just stopped eating animals and their products, uh, I do believe that was definitely a part of my energy because when you're on stage, when you're planning for things, you have to have uh, clarity. And this food also gives you a clear mind. Like it, it has been medically proven. It has been scientifically proven that if you are, let's just say if you're an actor, right? And you realize I'm having trouble remembering my lines. I'm just having trouble organizing myself because whenever you're in a performance or a production, whether it's your own show or someone else's, there are so many moving parts. You really have to stay focused. And really it's been medically and scientifically proven that whole foods will definitely help clear your mind. It's, it's the way they clear your arteries and the blood flow. You get more oxygen to the brain. It just works. So, you know, I will say, y'all, everybody out there, be a superfood parent, nourish yourselves, nourish your loved ones, and superfoods are all those foods that grow from the ground. Enjoy those because that that is what will fuel you in all endeavors in life. Yes, for sure. And I think people just don't, they don't realize that they're addicted to these processed foods. They think mm -hmm. they have them, but they're just addicted to them. If you can break that addiction to your meats and your cheeses and all those, if you can break that addiction, you don't actually need it, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you can break that addiction and, you know, uh, you know, choose a substitute, you'd be a lot better. And, you know, you have a, a, a better quality of life too. You know? Well, you know, I, I'm that half glass full person. So I'm that person that will say, Instead of telling people, oh, take this out, break that, I just tell them, get more of what you need. Because, you know, also part of that, some people don't even don't even realize that, like you're saying, they don't realize they're it's an addiction. Like the food really is calling you there or they have chemical processes that they use in the processed foods so that these foods call you. There's a reason why when you put a chip in your mouth, your hand is already in the bag for a second chip versus when you're biting an apple. You are you don't have that apple up to your mouth waiting for the second bite because there's a natural satiation that goes on. So that natural satisfaction of whole foods, you know, it helps you to regulate your intake. But most of us don't even know that. So that's why I just tell people just get more of what you need, because if you are planning to have a baby, you are not just going to get a kiss. You're going to get everything you need. OK, you're going to get some hugs. <laughs> you're going to get some candles. You're going to get some romance and some music. You are not just going to get one part. So, y'all. Get everything that you need with this ingestion. Get all the superfoods. That's everything you need, okay? <laughs> Don't just get a kiss. <laughs> I think you're going to need a baby. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, you so when you shoot some of your episodes for your cooking show, uh, you have to step in as a director and a writer. Mm -hmm. So how does being a teaching artist actually help you out with being able to uh, deal with talent who maybe isn't an actor, maybe is not a public speaker, maybe has not cooked in front of people, uh, camera shy, 
you know, what, what's your process? How, how do you deal with that uh, transitioning from an actor to the writer director? Do you stay on script? No, I'm asking a lot right there, but. No, I get uh, it. I, I get it because, you know, this is where being best supporting actor or actress comes in, right? So with all of my experience, that's where I say, okay, if I have someone coming on the show and they don't realize how this works, they don't realize the processes, let me give them the overview. All right, so I'm going to direct them on, just feel natural, just answer the questions. And I also give them the process, you know, so I give them the script. This is how the show is going to go. We've got these segments, these segments, these segments. You're going to get a break here and there. When I do the giveaway, you know, you can be a part of that or that's where you can take the break. So I, I, I give them the script. I direct them on just relax. It's going to be fun. And then I'm best supporting actor, which means throughout that process, I'm also supporting them because I've been on stage, I've been behind the scenes, I've been in a lot of different roles and I bring those in. This is also where uh, being a creative comes in because you know, if, if you're an actor, right? And you've had professional experience, then you also know that improv is here, right? So that's where the improv comes in. When things go wrong, like that person's camera goes out, their sound is glitchy, this is where, okay, let me troubleshoot on the fly and really quick, and I'm going to improv. I'm going to cut to, let me play this video of a recipe that I already have. Let me share the screen of this person's website. Let me uh, you know, give input so that the audience, because we're not breaking that fourth wall and giving you all a bad show simply because we're failing on stage. You're not going to know we're failing on stage because the show must go on. So all those cliches are real when you're virtual and you're digital. And that's where, you know, having that background of directing, acting, uh, set building, and just engaging and communicating with uh, contracts, you know, making those contracts for event spaces and all of that. You pull all of those together and yeah. And, and then you make sure you're the supporting actor. And that's my role to be sure that things go smoothly because no matter what, the this hour will go past anyways so we want to rock this hour out we don't want to you know we want the curtain to fall and people to be clapping for an encore and do you do do you cook live or um, absolutely do you do it pre-recorded you know what live because this way people can see in real time that most things that we're cooking it only takes about 30 minutes so the the episode is supposed to be 30 minutes and i tell them at the beginning of the show this is a 30 to 45 minute episode so this way they can see that oh okay if y'all don't remember rachel ray 30 minute meals it's still real like you can do this the rachel ray wasn't playing now that lady was cooking a full course meal right and that's where i say let me cook an actual full dish that people can appreciate in this 30 minutes. This is not just a side dish. This is a full-fledged meal that you can eat in 30 minutes or that you can add to if you feel like, okay, she just showed us how to make a um, mushroom risotto or she just showed us how to make a uh, ravioli and it has everything already in it. Ooh, wait, how can I do this at home? She just showed us how to make magic rice or macaroni and cheese. She has people actually sitting there tasting potato salad that has rutabagas and onions and parsnips in it. And people that don't like onions are now tasting it. And we hear from the audience that the food is good. So that's the best way to make a believer. I used to just cook and I would taste it. I've been expanding so that we more often have an audience so people can understand. You can eat these superfoods and you can thrive and they're not strangers to you. They fuel you. Wow. 
And uh, this this half an hour goes by so fast. We're almost at the end, but we do have a nice speed round of questions that we ask. And this is called our martini round. For all you actors out there, y'all know what the martini shot is. But, uh, all right, I got so my coffee Jeanette, cup here, so go for it. I'm ready. <laughs> Jeanette, would you like to do the honors? Yeah, I would love to, but real quick, before we do the speed round, Laquita, we have got to have you back because we barely even got into all you are and what you do. We have got to have you back for a part two. Are you are you down? I would love to. I would love to. Yes, please. I'll be back. <laughs> Just call. <laughs> we have to have you back for a part two. Um, I'm loving the conversation. Uh, so let's see. We got this here. We got this here. Speed round. Okay. okay. Are you sitting? Okay, here we go with the martini. And uh, five, four, three, two. Favorite smell? Ooh, favorite smell? Mm. Bread? <laughs> favorite vacation spot? Favorite, say that again? Vacation spot. Favorite vacation spot is a cruise. Any cruise? Okay. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. And what is your go-to shoe? Sandals, uh, black sandals, open toe, uh, old lady type that supports your arches all year round, even in the snow. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Favorite time of year? Favorite time of year is when the sun is shining. It doesn't matter as long as the sun is shining. Okay, okay, I love it, I love it. You almost had me with them old, old lady shoes now. Detail. <laughs> you know what you like to wear, huh? Comfort. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, most of the time I've seen you guys where you're barefoot and I'll be so envious. I'm like, man, I don't want to bring the hammer toe. Now nah, my, my toes aren't hammer. <laughs> but I do need to feel a little bit more comfortable with walking barefoot and I'm starting to do it a little bit more now. But yeah, I used to just look and be like, wow, that must be such a great feeling up under your feet to just you feel know, the earth or whatever it is. You, yeah. You're connected as opposed to being separated by that rubber sole. Yeah, well, you know, actually that's where everybody should be barefoot as much as they can because it really helps with your balance, um, you know, because you feel the actual textures under your feet and you adjust naturally. So I, I, I trip, but I don't fall. You know, I know how to run out of it, hop out of it and all of that stuff. So yes, more people get barefoot. And of course there's the grounding aspect when you're really touching the earth and that electricity is coursing through you, then you're getting what you need as well. And we're breathing in so much of what we need. Uh, so whether or not we're eating our superfoods or breathing them in or soaking them in through the soles of our feet, y'all get what you need out here. And if you're looking for a baby, don't just get a kiss. <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> yes this this was great very very and, and uh you guys have had me on your show i finally got you on mine thank, thank you. you so so much for coming through this you know this health and eating it's so important for actors and we really forget that is an aspect of enduring we really appreciate you. We are going to have you back for sure and kind of get into some performance aspects, but definitely thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And yeah, we would love to have you back again. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care, everyone. All right. It's been a pleasure. Act as endurance and we out of here.